Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 4, Episode 71. I am back, finally, from my vacations. Uh, It's just been a wild few weeks uh, to miss in the New York Rangers world, as they had, obviously, uh, a bunch of signings, a bunch of, you know, uh, free agents coming into New York, and I am going to discuss it all. I am ripping solo here. It is a gloomy, rainy Sunday night. Uh, you know, Sunday scaries are certainly here. Um, just a, a tough weekend to get through in terms of the weather and the heat, and it's just, it is not hockey season right now. So, um, yeah, you know, and the thing is, I think we all need a break. I think all Ranger fans need a break, and, um, you know, I, I think it was good for me and healthy for me to not be on a podcast immediately after these signings allowed me to kind of take it all in. And, you know, uh, I certainly don't feel, uh, the way I feel, well, the way I felt when all these signings were happening, but, you know, overall, I, uh, you know, I am one of the hosts of a podcast and I have to give my opinion and, you know, basically, you know, it really comes down to, you know, what is the ultimate goal for any New York Rangers fan over the past few years, right? It was compete for a Stanley Cup. Um, you know, last year we felt like we, you know, or two years ago, we overachieved, made it to the Eastern Conference final. Uh, last year we fell short because we did not win a, uh, a series in the playoffs, uh, played against a, a Devils team who is up and coming and, has gotten much better and they're still not done yet. And, you know, if you look at that team, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit later about the Rangers competition, but um, yeah, all the teams surrounding the Rangers have gotten better. To be honest, I don't know what the Rangers are. I don't know what the options really were for Drury. Uh, I think he's handling it the best he could because I truthfully don't know what he can do about the New York Rangers problems. You know, uh, we weren't working with much of a cap. Uh, he found a lot of cheap options to kind of put band-aids on flesh wounds. Um, but, you know, I, I think the nature of this team 
is whether or not the players that we sign for big money play like big money players. I think it's up to some of the kids, the younger, you know, the younger players on this team, like Kako, Heedle, um, and Lafreniere, and you know, you know, even you know, some veteran guys like VC, uh, you know, and uh, you know, Ryan Lindgren. All these guys have to play their best hockey. They have to have their best season. Keandre Miller needs to be better. He needs to be one of the better defensemen in the league. And I'm not even kidding. Like that has to happen. If the goal is to make it to the cup, if the goal is just to make the playoffs, we got this. This is a cakewalk. We can have average seasons by all these players. We can do exactly what we did last year. You know, hope for mediocrity around us in this league. And uh, just, you know, play just a little bit above 500 hockey. We'll get into the playoffs and we'll lose. But if the goal is to win a Stanley Cup, um, we're in tr- we're probably in trouble because that's probably not going to happen. Um, but like I said, I mean, this is why you play the game, right? Um, you know, and, and there's just not much for Drury to do. He's kind of just, I can fill in the gaps. I can create a lineup here. But the truth is the big ticket players have already, they're already here. They're already signed. You have Artemi Panarin. You have Mika Zibanejad. You have Chris Kreider. You have Vinny Trocek. You know, you, you have Adam Fox. You have Truba. You know, you, you have Shesterkin. That's your core. Those are your guys. That's who, that's it. There's no, you know, Tarasenko and Patrick Kane coming to save the day. We don't have McDavid. We don't have Dreisaitl. We don't have Bedard coming. We don't have any of these players that are just dominating the league. We have a group of guys that when they play together and they play well and they play hard and they play physical and they buy into a system, they can compete with anybody in the league. I'll give them that. But it's going to be very tough for these guys to put it together and win a playoff round, especially with the teams around them. And we'll get into that. But first, you know, let's, you know, let's pick apart some of the signings here. Um, You know, uh, Nick Benino, kids my age, played against him. He was uh, Avon Old Farms boy. Beat him twice. No big deal. Signs for 800K. He's a center. Can play the wing. He's a veteran guy. He's won cups before. 800K to play in your bottom, bottom line. You know, fourth, third, fourth line. You know, if somebody's hurt, you know, he can certainly, you know, bring a little balance and, and ex, you know, not expertise, but, uh, you know, a, um, you know, rather a, a, I don't even know the word for it, just a veteran presence who can handle the pressures of playing in the top, top six. So uh, I don't hate the signing. It's just not sexy, you know. And it's the nature of the beast. And again, I don't know what I was expecting. So when I had this awful reaction to all these signings, it's, well, what, what were the other options? There were none. So this is, these, these are the best options. Um, uh, Blake Wheeler, another 35 plus contract signs for 800 K. I mean, both of these, you know, Benino and, and Wheeler one year deals. He's 36 and be turning 37. He's a big boy. You know, his prime is obviously far, far, far behind him. 
But again, another player that veteran has played in the playoffs, stuck it out in Winnipeg, you know, looking for a change. Could this, you know, could this get him going? Could the juices start flowing in, in, in Blake Wheeler's body again? And, you know, uh, he's a big, slow body, but, you know, that presence, that energy that, you know, he always loved to play at Madison Square Garden. Could get could that get the juices going? We don't know. And we're never we're not going to know until the season starts. So we can pick apart this lineup, but who knows? Could Blake Wheeler have a 60-point season? That's my goal for him. I think he needs to have 60 points. He needs to be felt. I think his presence needs to be, you know, uh, a factor this year if we want to be successful, especially in the playoffs. Um, So it'll be interesting. Again, a right winger, uh, center, right winger. We need those guys. Uh, Tyler Pitlick, uh, you know, again, and, and, you know, I'll, I'll, um, Again, a guy, I don't even know if he's going to play, but 31 years old, you know, signed for, uh, what, 787? It, it is what it is. He's a right winger. We need him. He's, you know, he's probably going to end up playing. He's going to play in this lineup. So, you know, th- this is who we have right now. And, uh, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I really don't know what else to say about, like, these signings. They're not sexy. They're NHL veterans. They're guys that can, I think, move up and down the lineup if needed. Injuries could happen. These are the type of guys that you really would want to fill the gaps. So you can't really, you know, you know, bash jury for signing these guys because, you know, Benino, you know, Connecticut kid, John Quick. You know, I'm not really too worried about Quick. He's going to play backup minutes. I think he'll be excited to be here. Um He doesn't cost us anything. Uh, You know, I think how things ended with him in L.A., he's got a chip on his shoulder, got traded to Vegas. You know, he's won cups. He's, you know, again, you know, one of my sworn enemies. I've scored twice on him, uh, by the way. Uh, He's older than I am. Uh, And then, you know, we have, you know, it's just, defensive wise, I don't know, you know, exactly, you know, the impact of, uh, assigning, uh, I call him Gusto, but Gustafson, you know, I, I think, you know, left-hand defenseman under a million dollars, we're going to need him. Um, Connor Mackey don't really know much about him. Cheap left defenseman, 26 years old, but I don't know if these guys are really going to be the ones that play. Um, right now, our defensemen, Lindgren, Fox, Miller, Truba, Jones, and Schneider. You know, you have Harper and Gustafson then pretty much as our reserves. All right. You know, Igor Shesterkin, Jonathan Quick as our goalie. I'm fine with that. It is what it is. Um, you know, and, and you know, to kind of look at our, our lines right now, and this is what I think it really kind of needs to be. You have Mika Zibanejad centering Chris Kreider and Kako. Okay, it's time for, you know, Kako, you're going to play first-line minutes. Now you have to act like a first-line player. You have to carry yourself day in and day out like a first-line player. You're not a kid anymore. This is time for you to to make the leap. Okay? The second line, Panarin, Trocek, uh, Blake Wheeler as a second line. 
Um, you know, and again, these things are going to flip. They're going to change. But, you know, you have a big, big body there, you know, hopefully creates a little bit more open space, you know, for Vinny and, and, and Artemi. So we'll see how, you know, that line does. Um, you know, Wheeler, I guess, what, he had 55 points last year. He needs to have at least 60 this year. He's going to be playing, I think, with better players on a better team. He's going to be playing meaningful hockey. Not that his, his you know, team was awful in, in Winnipeg, but let's be honest. It was kind of Hellebuck's team, and he kept them in it. He made them relevant. That team was kind of falling apart, but we'll see. Third line, Lafreniere, Heedle, Jimmy Vesey. You know, Vesey was a fucking hard worker last year. Um, you know, and then you have Will Cooley, Nick Benino, uh, Barclay Goodrow as your fourth line. Again, we'll see what Will Cooley can bring to the table. Um, if you can't do much, then you're looking at Pitlick. You're looking at uh, Alex uh, Belzile. Again, don't know much about him. Um, you know, like these players aren't sexy. Again, we don't know what the options really are. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how the Rangers respond next year. Right now we have $6.175 million in projected cap space when the season starts. Uh, to be honest, I'd love to just keep that. I'd like to see us go out with this team right now. Um, you know, I think we can win regular season hockey games. I'm not sold on us to win a round in the playoffs, but you know, Peter Laviolette kind of likes this cr- group and can work and mold and create a system where we slow teams down. We play physical and take advantages of, uh, you know, special teams. Power play has to be hot again. We have to be, you know, damn near perfect on the PK, keep the scoring low, you know, and take advantage of our own opportunities. And players, you know, like Zibanejad, like Panarin, like Kreider, like Trocek, you know, they got to take advantage of and, and, and score. You know, they got to score off the rush. They got to score on special teams. They got to score on five on five, you know, and there's got to be support. It can't be all on these guys. Heedle's got to score five on five. Kako's got to score five on five. You know, uh, Lafreniere's got to score five on five. VC has to have a good season. Wheeler needs to bank 60 points, 60 plus points. You know, if Barkley Goodrow wants to remain on this team, he's got to have a hell of a season. You know, be a captain of that bottom six. You know, be a difference maker. Let's have a fourth line that can score fucking goals. You know? And can we get one fucking forward called up from Hartford and be a huge impact? You know, a guy that scores 15 goals and has, you know, 55 points out of nowhere. Will Cooley, please be that guy. You know, we're just in desperate, desperate need of a player like that. And, you know, we're going to be in big trouble if we can't get, you know, uh, you know, get some depth scoring and, and depth support. New customers can download DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 
in West Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling if you call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game, opt-in required. Max bet $50, 10-plus leg required for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. We'll see. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. And I think as all Ranger fans, you know, we enter this season, I think we all have a little bit of doubt. You know, we have worry and you have questions. Um, you know, this is not the team that's gonna look what they're gonna look like at the trade deadline. You know, I would imagine there's players on the chopping block right now. Some of those players you know, making around $3 million, Ryan Lindgren, Barkley Goudreau. You know, I, I, I think, in my opinion, I think Lafreniere stays a New York Ranger. Um, I think he'll sign a nice bridge deal similar to Kako. Uh, if he's smart, he does that because usually that works out in the players, you know, the advantage of the player. Um, but, you know, I don't know where Lafreniere is going to be in this lineup. You know, it's going to be tough to crack the top six with Kreider and Panarin above you. But this is a fucking challenge. If Lafreniere really wants to be the kid who had the hype, the first overall pick, the New York Rangers were so lucky to get him. Knock Chris Kreider out of his spot. Don't give Lavalette an excuse to play Kreider on the top line. Let's knock Kreider to the bottom six. Lafreniere, be that fucking guy. It's your fucking spot. First line, left winger. That's for you. That's your spot. Chris Kreider's there because you're underachieving. Take over on the third line. Be a difference maker on that line. You drive the offense. Don't fucking wait. Don't fucking expect, you know, uh, all the other players to get it done. You're not going to be playing power play minutes. You're just not. So the New York Rangers are going to have to find ways to get secondary scoring. And it's going to start with the kids. And, you know, they're not, and you know, I, I should not use that word anymore because they're not, they're not kids. So again, <clears throat> um, competition is good. It's healthy. It's what gets guys going. You know, I, that's why I kind of like the signing Gustafson. You have Jones and Gustafson. That's going to be fighting for that, you know, the, the spot in that, Bottom, uh, bottom pairing, and you know if you look at this, this team, you know Gustafson doesn't need to be playing eighty-two games. Jones probably won't be playing eighty-two games. You know, having a platoon of players that are capable of playing minutes is going to be huge for this team because, you know, it, when it gets you know d- down to the playoffs, you want guys fresher than they were last season. You know, and again. This team is built for the regular season. They're not built for the playoffs, but they have a little bit of cap room. They could shed a couple contracts and maybe bring in some, you know, quicker, younger players that can play a quicker game. Um, 
and, and add some speed and more depth to this lineup because we desperately need it. I don't think we need it on the back end. We certainly don't need it in goalies. I'm talking about our bottom six. Uh, I don't I don't trust them. Uh, but guys like Lafreniere, guys like VC, they could step up. I mean, VC had a great season last year. There's no reason why he can't you know do that again. You're only 30 years old. You're still right there in your prime. You know, I, I know you're at the back end, but you're 30 years old. You're signed for a couple more seasons, you know, make, make it worth it, you know, make your time here worth it because you're, you're going to get, you're going to be looking for another contract. So, you know, if you have a, a great couple seasons here with the New York Rangers, there's going to be a team out there that will sign you for a couple million. So, you know, hopefully VC's ready to rock. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully players like Benino and Wheeler are here to win um, and get to the playoffs. And then, you know, hopefully our uh, our stars are embarrassed after last season. You know, it's it's it was a tough way to go out, man. I, you know, and it's, it sucks. But, you know, it's one of those uh, one of those seasons where you kind of scratch your head and you're like, what, you know, what the fuck do we have to do to, uh, you know, to really, you know, get over the hump and beat a team like the New Jersey Devils? Uh, but yeah, I mean, again, the teams around us have gotten better. You have Carolina who looks very good on paper. Uh, you have New Jersey, obviously, you know, they had their signings well before the, the trade or not trade deadline, uh, but opening day where they could, you know, obviously sign. I don't know why that name of the days is, you know, going right over my head. Um, you know, it's question mark on what Boston's going to really look like next year. Um, they made some questionable moves. We'll see if they're going to be able to uh, come close to a damn near perfect regular season. Um, Toronto, I'm not impressed with them, but again, Atlantic division foe who will probably end up in the top three there. Um, Tampa, you know, again, another team that, it's, it's not like they got overly better. Their team is kind of slowly dismantling, but they have, you know, Cooper behind the bench and, you know, they treat their AHL team um, as a true feeder. And they always have guys coming in and stepping up and it's going to be interesting. Islanders, I, I mean, you still have Sorokin, so you're going to be competitive uh, no matter what. Um, Florida, obviously Stanley Cup, uh, you know, Eastern Conference, you know, champion, um, you know, made it to the cup final. What's, you know, you don't know what you're going to get out of Florida. I mean, shit, they won the president's trophy and got ousted. Uh, they snuck in, thank, thankfully, to Pittsburgh, losing to Chicago in the last game of the season. They get in and they make it to the cup final, beating a historically good uh, Boston Bruins team. You know, Pittsburgh's going to be better, in my opinion. Uh, Buffalo, I think, will be better next year. Um, Ottawa is, you know, they're iffy, man. I, I always think they're going to be better, but then they somehow play themselves out. I think Detroit's going to be much better. Um, you know, I'm not sure what to expect from Washington. Um, you know, I think Philly will just be better, better, and so will Montreal and Columbus just out of default. Uh, it's not like those teams can do much worse. Uh, yeah, so the Rangers are going to have their work cut out for them. I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. I, I definitely see this team being in the playoffs. But, you know, a couple injuries, Shesterkin goes down. Um, yeah, you go 10-game, a couple 10-game spans where you're going, you know, 3-7, and 3-7, and, and all of a sudden, you know, 
you know, some, some teams get hot towards the end, like a Florida, the Islanders, Ottawa, Buffalo, you know, uh, Detroit, you know, these teams are going to be fighting for that wild card. So, um, yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough, but you know, you have Carolina, New Jersey, definitely locked in top three in Metro. I think the Rangers are, are a distant third in that division, but they'll be fighting with Pittsburgh. They're going to be fighting, um, you know, not maybe not so much with the Islanders, but I think Pittsburgh will be their biggest competition for that third spot. Uh, and then, you know, again, when it comes to the wild card, like I said, Detroit, Ottawa, Buffalo, they're going to be right there in the mix. Uh, Florida, I would imagine, be penciled in a top three in the Atlantic. Uh, I don't know who they'd knock out. Uh, I don't think Toronto is going to have as good of a season as they did last year. I could see them dropping. I could see Tampa remaining in that third spot and maybe Florida being in that second spot and, or first spot. Uh, Boston may be dropping to the second. Who knows? I mean, at this point, um, we're flipping coins here. So, yeah, it's it's going to be tough uh, for the New York Rangers. It's going to be a long season. We're all going to have to be patient. We're all going to have to um, see, you know, the growing pains of a new coach, the growing pains of a, a certainly a different lineup, uh, the growing pains of, you know, the the realization that maybe this team is not as good as we all thought and it's going to be more hopeful and and wishing we can win rather than expecting to win um again uh when peter lavalette had his press conference i liked a lot of the things that he had to say i think he's honest with himself with what this team is capable of doing um and and truthfully if you're being honest can this team compete for a stanley cup right now probably not but, you know, I'm not sold on every other team in the NHL. You know, it's it really comes down to puck luck. It comes down to how you can handle yourself in the playoffs. Can you play with speed? Can you be physical? Can you muck it up? Can you play a, a, a grinding type of game? I mean, we all saw the, you know, the Bruin fans crying, you know, you know, if this is the regular season, the Panthers wouldn't beat us. Listen, it's not the regular season. Everybody knows for the last million years that the NHL playoffs is just a different brand of hockey. It's not the regular season. Trust me as a Ranger fan. Oh, do I know that? And you saw it last year with the, you know, the Rangers and the devils. You saw it last year with, you know, the Bruins and the Panthers. You've seen it year after year after year. <clears throat> the top teams don't always win because they, they don't play desperate, grueling, muck it up hockey. And, you know, if you don't like that style of play, I, I get how it can be frustrating. But at the same time, it is what it is, man. It's the brand of hockey that gets sent out there every single playoff. And you're expected to play and adapt to a certain style of hockey. And that's just the reality of the situation. There's nothing that's going to change about it. Because at the end of the day, the NHL knows whistles are bad. You know, they let a lot of shit go. People don't want to see special teams deciding hockey games. Um, and let's face it, you know, I think just the game is so fast and so quick. Uh, the refs almost try to do too much sometimes in the regular season that they swallow the whistles and maybe they go too far the other way. I mean, that's definitely a discussion for a different podcast, but you know, again, it is what it is. I think the New York Rangers are built for the regular season. Uh, I hope do they do some trickery. I'll have to have ask Andy if they could bank some more cap space and, you know, but I don't know. And he might say something to me on this podcast and say, well, if the Rangers, you know, they drop this guy and they, you know, he doesn't play for two months. They'll have 50 million banked by, 
the end of the season. So they'll be able to sign McDavid and Dreisaitl and and they can probably get Bedard too because they'll have so much bank. You know, it's something like absurd like that. Um, anything else? You know, again, I wish Andy was here. Uh, we haven't done a podcast in a while. But again, it's, it's Monday when you're listening to this. Andy and I will be back together on Thursday. That's a promise. And, you know, we'll talk about this Rangers team. Um, I got a little fun game to play, uh, you know, kind of talking about the cap. So, you know, yeah, we'll have that. We'll have that for you. Uh, thank you for listening and putting up with me. And I hope everyone enjoys their Monday. And we'll talk to you again on Thursday. Thank you for listening to the Broadway Boys Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broadway Boys Pod, and please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs>